0: I'm Taylor. I go to hacker cons. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. Hackformers. <laughs> <laughs> I love those
0: boys. I have got my own crucifix. If you know what I mean.
2: <laughs>
0: Give you a stigmata. <laughs> oh,
2: <God. laughs> and, we, and we hear the lightning strike, and that's when we learned that there is a god. <laughs> gentlemen boys and girls to Shadowcast episode 20 i'm whiskey neon joined tonight with black math yo rainmaker hello mr chin i'm mr chin and Hi. the amazing zandy hello <laughs> <laughs> so uh tonight uh we're gonna have a, a lot of really interesting things uh, that we're going to be talking about in, in the Your Mom segment. Along with a rename of the Your Mom segment. And we'll get into that later. But first, uh, what's what's been happening the past week, guys? Anything cool? We're a real exciting bunch of people, it seems. I guess so. Yeah, Jesus. What are we doing with our lives? <laughs> this. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh... So, well, I guess if that's uh, all we have, uh, we'll go into our first segment of oh, the show. No, I, I oh, oh! actually oh, we did oh, something
3: oh. exciting for once. Well, speak up, damn it. Well, damn, God, get off my case. Went and saw Suicide Machines in Detroit, which
2: they play now and then, but they don't play a whole lot anymore. So, uh, Was it like a thing where they just play once and then it's over?
3: No, they just don't play regularly. It's really infrequent, but they had a Flint water
2: benefit and
3: they had a bunch of other punk bands.
2: It was a good show. It was a suicide joke, but it wasn't It wasn't done well, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe next time. Yeah, maybe next time. Air horn. Uh, nope, too late for that. Uh, so so that was cool. Uh, no one else said anything cool this week.
4: I uh, remulched a flower bed.
2: Well, Instead of being on Shadowcast.
4: No, that wasn't last week. That wasn't on Thursday. hmm I sent you a picture. <laughs> you were on. I know. We you know you were. You were. You were on travel.
2: Yeah. Where were you on travel to, anyways?
4: Another major metropolitan city. Oh my.
2: <laughs> well. I wonder where that could be. Yeah.
0: Where does the term on-travel come from?
2: Yeah. I have no idea. Did you come up with that one on the fly? No, I did not. You, you've used that previously? In... No, because if I came up
4: with it on the fly, then I would just tell you I'm at 38,000 feet. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I'm here all night. Alrighty.
2: So... You were at
0: 38,000 feet while you were on no, the phone? No,
2: th- that's not what I'm... Damn hey, it. But... Can we move on? Yes, we can. And we'll move on to our first segment of the show.
0: Now it's time for The
5: Feed. All right. We've got new ransomware on the uh, loose. Uh, newest ransomware discovered as of last week is called Petya. This is a uh, ransomware unlike any other so far before in that rather than uh, doing encryption at the disk level, it actually encrypts the master boot record of the computers now. So it uh, forces a blue screen of death, fakes a check disk in which the uh, file allocation table is actually encrypted rather than the files themselves. Uh, This one's pretty nasty because basically you're locked out of the machine as previously you could actually interact with the OS. Well, now you can't. So that's uh, kind of the continuation of last week. And uh, let's see, my second story is, uh, one second here. MedStar, the uh, one of the largest medical organizations in the North America, has been compromised by ransomware. Uh, these guys are a five billion dollar medical facility. Uh, I believe it's uh, 250 medical facilities uh, on in all 50 states. Basically, were brought to their knees. Um, at this moment I believe they're still using paper for every bit of uh, sort of medical documentation so that's uh, you know the last uh, week in malware and ransomware well thank you I like I like that uh, they're
2: using pen and paper Uh, it's almost like uh, Germany's response to all the Snowden leaks when they found out that they were being uh, monitored and even typewriters weren't safe So, in this case, it's uh, a different type of gun to your head.
5: Yeah, something to note that with the MedStar uh, compromise, that was the Locky ransomware, not uh, Petya. (laughs) Okay, that's... What's going on? Yeah,
2: sorry, it's just when you hear a dog (laughs) (laughs) in the background. Uh, Wow. Zandy, what are you? What are you doing? I'm not doing anything. That wasn't me. Who's dog? <laughs> not me. Mr. Chin.
4: <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, 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 I'll be back.
2: Oh my. <laughs> uh, I, I guess, uh, he's getting carried away over there, so. It's that like relief. yeah uh, maybe his leash got pulled so why don't we move on to the next story thank you for those two ransomware news f- we can actually have a whole segment probably for ransomware since it tends to pop out of people's assholes every week uh, one thing that happened today actually was that Reddit released their 2015 transparency report. This is what all the cool tech companies are doing to let you know how exactly uh, they respond to law enforcement, uh, you know, requesting information. So it gives you a whole breakdown. But one thing that was interesting was in the 2014 transparency report, there was a warrant canary, and... What was not present in this one was the Warrant Canary. So, the top comment on the announcement uh, on, on Reddit was uh, a question of, um, Hey, uh, I don't see the canary, uh, and it's not there anymore. And the administrator, the CEO of the site, I forget his name. But anyways, Spez replies with, uh even with the canaries, we're treading a fine line. The whole thing is icky, which is why we joined Twitter in pushing back. And what he was referring to there was an amicus brief that Reddit, along with Wikimedia and, well, hell, a handful of other companies, uh, were protesting the FISA courts and uh, the secrecy involved with that. That's one thing that Twitter wanted to be able to. Uh, disclose and their transparency reports was if, in fact, they had received any national security letters, uh, and that's what their lawsuit's currently over. Uh, but when asked specifically, uh, you know, uh, if, if they had been asked, Spez answered that uh, he has been uh, told basically not to say yes or no, which means that. He has been uh, served with an NSL. Reddit has uh, more than likely been uh, compromised by the NSA at this point. So, remember this next time you want to be a member of hate groups or bait or whatever subreddits <laughs> that are... Shady and inappropriate that didn't get banned or came back. There's fat oh, shit. people now hate I have a list. There's fat people hate all of that good shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to list uh actually I, I found out about a couple of those from your bookmarks and I was on your computer, but uh, for the others who may be interested, uh it is at tinyurl.com slash mister <laughs> Chin And that's not... It's not mustache. It's more like... Hidden stash. That's what you need to look for. Um, Another thing that's pretty interesting... Was, uh... This dude was able to get a... Game... Uh... Released on Steam without Steam even being a part of the process. Uh... His application was called Watch Paint Dry. And... It was a simple little program, and which he basically uh, was able to get a Steamworks developer uh, account, which uh, he didn't disclose how he was able to acquire that. But that's uh, Valve's internal publishing platform for Steam and uh, like game achievements, DRM, multiplayer shit. And so while he was there, he started digging around for. Uh, vulnerabilities. And through a series of uh, looking at forms and sending various uh, posts, he was actually able to uh, just basically look at the, the the Ajax that was occurring there and uh, send a uh, request to the server and was able to actually publish his game. Uh, without Steam being involved whatsoever, and it was on the the front page of Steam. I actually saw this, uh, and I I thought it had some you know like oh there's a bunch of shit games on Steam. I just thought it was another one. I had no idea that it was actually some dude's um, little quest to find vulnerabilities. But uh, what was funny was he did all of this because he tried reporting this to Valve and valve did nothing so he put a game on the front page of steam's website and then they did something about it so kudos to that dude uh and one other thing is uh pirate bay uh they are allowed to continue operating by Sweden court so uh what actually happened was Um, this is due to uh, European Union directive which uh, allows copyright owners uh, the right to have an injunction against service providers uh, who whose customers commit infringements so that's kind of a crazy idea uh, where customers are committing crimes but you can uh, actually go to the service providers themselves and try to uh, like you know, hold them responsible. Anyways, the good story is is that the most resilient piracy site in the world continues to march on. So you can go to Pirate Bay and download all your wares and uh, assorted pirated materials. What's your favorite thing to torrent from the Pirate Bay, Zandy? Music. How about you, Mr. Chin?
4: these episodes.
5: <laughs> hey,
2: Raymaker, what's your favorite thing? to t- torrent?
5: TV shows, mostly.
2: Yeah, I- I'm with you on that. And uh, Black Math, what about you?
0: Pornos and ISOs?
2: I figured it was going to be. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Black Math's Pukaki collection is exquisite. Um.
0: No, I just do a lot of research into the adult industry. It's all strictly professional and for educational purposes.
2: You know, that's the same defense that Pee Wee Herman had for when he got busted with all that CP. Just He did? Well, it wasn't technically child porn. It's considered child pornography, but it was like nude. Um <laughs> new children modeling. <laughs> and I know where that might seem a little odd there. What? But it was like magazines that were like he, antique or something.
0: How did he not go to jail?
2: I think he did. He got arrested. But it was uh it's considered like a collectible item. I don't know, go look it up. It's interesting. But he's he's still around. Jared Fogle should have taken the Pee Wee route. Jerk off in a, uh, an adult theater and no one wants to fuck with you.
4: Instead he's taking it up the ass. (laughs) (laughs) What? True story.
2: Yeah. (laughs) It's just the way you phrase (laughs) it.
0: Uh, (laughs) Yeah, the Mr. Chin phrasing. (laughs) One of a kind.
2: Yeah. But uh, that's that's all we really got uh, as far as uh, anything I have, Mr. Chen. You have a story? I do. Um,
4: so H I D. Um... Continue. No, sorry. Uh, I thought that was my intro music. Um, oh, it is. H I D door controllers. They're um. Very popular these days and usually accessible in most corporate environments. Um, uh, I have several at the office that I can think of right now, but that's neither here nor there. Anyway, uh, it turns out that these things can be uh, networked together, and um, that should be of no surprise for centralized management. Each of these uh, networked controllers runs a discovery daemon on them to. Um, you know, provide their MAC address and, and firmware version and common names such as Northeast Door or whatever the case would be. Um, that is the purpose of the Discovery Daemon. That is not the only function of the Discovery Daemon. Turns out um, you can uh, change the uh, LED blink interval by sending specially uh, crafted packets to the door controllers. And, you know, say you want to have it blink, like, four times or something, which, in and of itself, isn't a big deal. Thing is, that function within the door controller is not sanitized at all. So, if you encapsulate it in pipes, or backticks, I mean backticks, and throw the ID command at it, um, you know, it'll run. And it's Linux. So uh, what's even worse is that, because this is an embedded device, there's no sort of... um, ...separation between uh, user land and kernel space, so these are running as root. So you now have a... Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You now have a reboot code execution vulnerability on a door controller... ...running as root, that, by the way, is... um, ...the function itself, um, because it's a discovery daemon... um, ...listens on broadcast, so not only can you unlock the door... You can unlock all the doors, and they cannot be relocked through the controller. Um, they're yeah, isn't that awesome? Uh, uh, HID from what I from what I can see, um, it doesn't. Um, it's not clear if they have released a patch, but they're at least <clears throat> aware, um, of the of the issue. This was brought to light through our friends over at Trend Micro through their zero day initiative. Um, uh, a patch is reportedly available now through uh, its partner portal, but um, no verification has been performed to see if it's actually legitimate. Can you imagine though, like popping on a on an exposed network jack or whatever, and throwing a couple broadcast packets and being able just to go anywhere you wanted to?
2: Sounds like a a movie plot. Yeah, it does. Sounds like an episode of Mr. Robot. Um, so this is all because the doors are unsanitized. Right. I absolutely hate it. So, so a mitigation thing here is to be sure to spray all door handles with Lysol and, um, kill all those germs. You do not want, uh, viral infections on your door security. Or viral packets. Especially during flu season. Right. Yeah.
0: Stay or fall around the guy with the uh, Lysol can, and after he sprays the handle, just run up and like smear like your butt germs on it.
1: <laughs> what the
2: fuck? <laughs> yeah, butt germs <laughs> are the
0: worst. Yeah. <laughs> you stick your hand in your pants and then like rub it on the rub your hand on
4: the door handle.
2: Holy shit!
4: What do you mean not everybody does that? Like that's not common occurrence. <laughs>
2: this is by far the worst episode ever Uh,
0: we're bringing sexy back
2: yeah true uh that's all i got wow well no one else has anything right yeah i ain't got shit well now that it's after midnight can't look up any
3: news it's all gonna be fake (laughs) after
2: midnight Wait, no, continue, please. <laughs> keep going, keep going, please. Yeah. Um, so, well, let's move into uh, my favorite segment of our show Straight Out of Florida. Straight out of
1: Dade County. Crazy
3: cheap on of y'all take your job seriously? Like, do you really work hard at it?
4: No. No, work hard at not working. Oh, I but if
3: not. you ever, ever, like, really worked hard at a job.
2: Yes. 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 It was door-to-door sales that sucked.
3: Yeah, well, this guy, I get you know, jobs. he's giving you a run for your <laughs> money. <laughs> 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 so, down in Florida, Jimmy John's is not only freaky fast, but is not going to get stopped by fucking anything. There's a news going around about this bike delivery guy for Jimmy John's who was stopped by a train. Uh, train's going down the tracks, stopping him from delivering his sandwich in a freaky fast fashion. So he just throws the bike on his back, hops the train while it's moving, walks across it, and goes about his delivering the business. <laughs> yeah, I saw like that. A, like a fucking boss, like watching him jump on the train. Looks like he knows what the fuck he's doing. Yeah, he's Like hobo done it.
2: style? Oh, no, dude, yeah. It's oh, like yeah. in between cars, he like ran up along the side of it, jumps on, and... Uh, yeah, and I then he's
3: you... off like almost before it's on the other side of the street. Yeah. Like Holy he... shit. Yeah. How fast
2: is this train going? Uh, I mean, it's probably it's... five to ten miles an hour. Yeah, me. it's
3: decent clip. You know, you typically don't want to jump on them when they're moving. But damn. So... Fuck, I can't tell what city this is, but you know, if you order Jimmy John's down there, come hell or high
2: water, it's getting to your house. But I, I just, I've never had a delivery by anyone on a fucking bicycle, ever. Uh, like, if if I did, I would probably tip that person pretty well.
3: live somewhere like civilized. Uh, yeah, where where I work, a
2: lot of
0: delivery happens on bicycles, like Noodles and Company, Jimmy John's.
2: Yeah, rural America doesn't necessarily work out well as far as bike delivery or being on a bike in general.
3: No, it fucking sucks. <laughs> so yeah, that's the that's the Florida man, sandwich delivery guy is working much harder at his job than you are.
2: Oh, there we go. Well, thank you, Sandy. My it, pleasure. I guess it's time to uh, move into our main topic of the show or what we like to call your mom. Come one, come all. Engaging your mom in three, two, one, activate. It was one year ago, something bad happened in InfoSec. A rift. a lot of drama, and, uh, and we want to try to set the record straight tonight here on ShadowCast. Yes, it was one year ago when... Our buddy Iron Geek posted a April Fools joke that was widely interpreted as misogynistic and caused uh, well, these sides Las Vegas to kick him off as their videographer and there was just a lot of bad blood and butt hurt across the board being that it's 2016 here at Shadowcast, we want to uh, make all of our strides here to try to be as uh, appropriate as possible. So in a kind of a protest and a way to grow and move on, we are going to, from here on out, retire the title, Your Mom, for the main topic of the show. It'll be gender ambiguous. And... Uh, we're also announcing a new theme song to go along with this. And after we have the theme song, we're going to premiere it now and then uh, then move on to uh, our special guest. Is uh, phoned in and we'll get him queued up. So here we go. Four, three,
1: two, one. Shadow Systems.
5: I'm a white knight, and I'm proud of it. I always ask for consent when I'm down with it. Slash feminism on the subreddit. Tight kill all white men, you know why I said it. Cause I'm a white knight, and I get respect. From all these men who men are it rejects. Masculinity is cancer, yeah, I know that. When I'm looking at the sex, I see a pay gap. Cause I'm a white knight, and I'm tumblering. When y'all argue with me, all I hear is mumbling. Fuck your free speech, you put your dumb ass man, shit'll hit the fan. I ain't got a tan, I am different than all these other men. I'm in the zone of friends, cause I'm a nice guy, and I ain't afraid to cry. And the shade be shy. The shade to be shot till the is The patriarchy runs the world. So
2: check your white male So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen The new theme song to Shadowcast And right now we're joined with Iron Geek And we're going to have a short conversation here About everything uh, about sexism and, and InfoSec uh, So, uh, Iron Geek, welcome to the show Hello everyone Alright, so, what do you feel is the biggest uh, problem with women in Infosec? Hello, everyone. Yeah, we, we got that. You already uh, Damn it, the soundboard didn't work. Fuck. <laughs> don't know both where you're communicating to or what you're communicating. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> and some of the attack strategies that we're
1: talking about here... Oh, don't know very what's going individual.
2: on. Uh, I think I put the wrong F3 there. <laughs> Damn it, I had that all scripted. It was gonna be great. (laughs) Fuck it. No, we're not doing, we're not changing our theme song, and we're definitely not gonna become some fucking (laughs) pussified show. No, it's the same shit. April Fool's, bitches. Uh, (laughs) So now I guess we can move into the real Your Mom for the night. Uh, black Math, why don't you take away? Alright,
0: so tonight your mom is about sneaking into places. <laughs> <laughs> sneaking into places or situations where you don't belong, also known as crashing. Um, <clears throat> so, first off, I need to say that I'm not advocating anything illegal, such as technical trespassing, impersonating law enforcement, identity theft, or violating any laws of any sort. Um, you, can, you can do these things while remaining completely or mostly legal. Um, but of course, there's going to be some gray areas, especially when it comes to what some people might consider trespassing after the fact. But as I'll get into more detail a little later, the best way to avoid some of these issues is to actually get permission to be in these places you shouldn't be. Um, Now, it goes without saying that any mention of what might be considered illegal activity, no matter how minor, is strictly fictional and for your mom's entertainment purposes only. Why would anybody want to go crashing? Um, Obviously, curiosity, you know, hacker mindset and all that shit. Um, Knowledge, exploration, and uh, the biggest part, probably a bit of mischief. Um, it's It's a way to have fun. Uh, get a bit of adrenaline going, and uh, really without having to harm anybody in the process other than yourself, if maybe you know you run into overzealous security or you fall on your face if you're running away. But if you're successful, that means that none of these things have happened. Uh, so I'm sure that uh, most of us have experiences doing some things like this, so I think we can go around and maybe share a bit. But uh, before that, let's cover some of the basics. <clears throat> Uh, number one is planning, and this can be optional because sometimes you just you, know, you get inspired and you go and do something, but um, if you have the time, planning is, uh, is usually a good idea uh, because if you know what to expect, uh, you have more confidence, you have more knowledge, and you can handle some of these situations that arise because no matter what you plan for, there's always going to be surprises and things that you can't expect. Uh, So far as planning goes, um, Mm -hmm. gathering basic information about uh, what you're going to crash and knowing what to expect, if it's an event, Mm -hmm. uh, the type of people that are going to be there, um, what they're doing there, um, protocols like how the event works, how people enter and exit, why and where, uh, areas of activity, who's going to be where, um, what's expected of these people or different types of people, public areas, private areas. Authorized personnel areas, highly restricted areas, which are the best ones. Um, official ways to enter a, uh, a facility or location. Um, or official avenues for entrance, like invitations or press credentials. Special tours, walkthroughs for special groups. Um, support roles of uh, people who work there. Things like that. Uh, slapping things. Um, unofficial avenues for entrance like service entrances, employee entrances delivery entrances disabled people's entrances VIP entrances Um, and then other things like schedules, uh, you know what's happening when, I mean you don't have to go like all Oceans 11 but as I was saying the more you know the more prepared you'll be and the more prepared you are, the more confident you'll feel um, in a bind and confidence is important if you're pretexting or trying to get into character uh, number two is your character who you are um, if you bust into someplace like the panty raid scene revenge of the nerds of course people are going to notice you uh, you don't want to stick out like a sore thumb unless your thrill is getting caught <clears throat> usually the thrill is getting away with it uh, but anyway crashing isn't just about being somewhere you don't belong it's about getting people to assume that you do belong there so as far as uh, my personal experience, um, I'm a big uh, photography hobbyist. I did it professionally for a couple of years, so I have a lot of gear and all of this gear and uh, making myself look like a total photography slash press nerd has gotten me into a number of different places before. Um, I mean, I didn't go out and buy equipment just to crash places, uh, stuff I already had, but because I had it, you know, I can outfit myself and nobody would expect that somebody would be geared out like that just to get into places that they shouldn't belong um not just gear though things like uh credentials maybe fake maybe real or semi-real um and then looking apart so personally uh you know i would have uh lanyards with uh documents around my neck uh maybe some beard stubble and just like a north face magazine ad and you know you'll get into a lot of places um, I've also used a uh, pretext that I'm a photography major at a university and I'm working on some sort of project and people will be unbelievably helpful and accommodating with that one. I was quite surprised. Anyway, get into character because uh, if you believe, they'll believe. And the best lies are always based on the truth, or a little bit of it. Then uh, just doing it, have fun, be calm, getting the character, and fap. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, some examples uh, before I start asking you all if you've done anything cool, like breaking into places, pretending to be somebody you're not. Uh, I think a while ago we mentioned on the show that kid who got back uh, backstage at a concert by claiming to be related to the band members. Do you guys remember that? Yeah, 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 yeah. So he said he was related to them, and he edited their Wikipedia page on the spot. So when the security looked it up. There he was and that was pretty genius because that was totally on the fly you know he really i don't think he did very much preparation because like i said he edited the wikipedia page on the spot um total props to that dude um i've gotten access to all kinds of places um uh, during a large inland oil spill i think i mentioned this on another episode too um i got into all kinds of places and did cool stuff because i said i was doing a documentary as a photographer for a local you know independent media group i actually had a dba at the time so um not that they would look look up a company name but it just helped you know getting into character and not really feeling nervous about pretexting too much um, but i mean i got into wildlife rehab uh the wildlife rehab center with a special media tour first after that i mean i i started talking with the director and i got special access to the facility on a come and go basis um i got to sit in on a one-on-one interview with the ceo and one of the larger complainers in the community um they let me go on a helicopter ride which is my first and only helicopter ride so far which i gotta say helicopters a lot are a lot smoother and more fun than uh, i ever imagined
2: that's pretty badass
0: Um, my my wife uh for a while she was a makeup artist um not like a uh, what do you call those at the salon aestheticians Shit. yeah she wasn't like that um she was going to school for uh like fashion makeup artistry and things like that and it was at the time when i was doing a lot of photography so i just she went to this convention i decided to go with her and i bought a ticket and i brought out my photography gear and i started talking to people and going to some of the classes saying that uh, You know, I wanted to learn more about the MUA, her makeup artist, uh, um, techniques and things like that to improve my own fashion photography. Um, I had good rapport with a lot of people. In fact, some of the people in charge. So we got invited to all of these parties at uh, these swanky hotels uh, during the convention. Let's see. Did you take
2: photos or or, or were you just there with your, I mean, did you do a lot of photography? Did people look at the photos?
0: I didn't take photos at the convention um but i had uh, business cards made up like right before that um they're really nice real simple and i actually got compliments on them but i handed them out to some people and yeah they were all uh i'm not sure if they like to do networking too i'm sure they like to do networking uh, with photographers but i mean i didn't i didn't try and pretend like i was some sort of established fashion photographer i basically took the position that you know you were- i want to just improve my you were like,
2: you are like a model mayhem photographer, not, not an established Yeah, word.
0: well, I don't want to take that, uh, that approach.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, model mayhem is a good way to meet people too, but that's a whole different topic. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, I mean, blending a little bit of truth with it, uh, really helps. I mean, as far as I'm, as far as like me, uh, it helps me relax. So, um, definitely blending in a, a bit of truth and things you're interested in you know you can you can talk about what you do without uh, feeling like you have to make a whole lot of stuff up yeah so whiskey yeah I'm sure you've done all kinds of shit
2: no I'm uh, very boring <laughs> you're not. I
0: mean hypothetically speaking
2: well I, I've been like when I worked at the news station uh... You know, I I got to meet a lot of the local news people uh, and I still have my press pads in my wallet at all times. It's a photo ID, uh, you know, saying I was in production at the station, my name uh, and bullshit codes on it that I made up. I made the ID. I wasn't when I got I didn't get an ID (laughs) like I was I was in the studio uh, I did one remote and that was for a charity event so I was in the studio all the time and I made my own press credentials at work we had a ID badge printer and <laughs> I used that heavily heavily wow. I used it for the press pass but then I also used it for uh, pretending I was in fraternities uh, for Greek night and- <laughs> And so the, that's one thing that if you're, uh, you know, younger or at least look younger, uh, you can get by with. You have to be careful if you're trying to exploit Greek night things. And I highly encourage people to do it because you can just go on eBay. And, and here, here's how it works. So uh, a lot of bars or restaurants will have Greek nights. And if you're uh, in a fraternity or sorority... They will give you drink discounts or food discounts. And sometimes it ends up being very, very uh, cheap. (laughs) Like there was this swing place that had, um, I don't know, every Monday was like this really good wing deal. Or it was like half off on the wings. And then if you were in a fraternity or sorority, you got half off on your drinks. So I could go buy a pitcher of beer. And wings for super cheap on Mondays, just by having a fake um, member card for a fraternity. And I ended up pledging for a fraternity, but they're very, very strict about uh, not using their their letters And uh, any anything like that, identifying with the um, fraternity unless you're a member. Uh, all, all Greeks are very protective of their um, letters, so you have to be very careful about how you do that. Um, one thing that you can do, however, is flash your, your uh, something with, with Greek letters. A lot of these places, they just want you to have something with uh, Greek letters on it. So, some people would wear shirts, some would have hats. Hell, some would just have wallets that were, you know, just just shit. Just, just shit with the, the letters on it. <laughs>
0: no barrier to entry.
2: Yeah, yeah, to get the discounts. And, and, and I'm not talking just about going into places. I was able to get in clubs for free and VIP room access just by having Greek letters. Uh, and so having a fake Greek... Uh, system ID that they don't even make no I mean I'm sure some do but none at that college did and so I made I made my fake ID went in uh, was able to get VIP access at the best nightclub in the city um, every week Uh, also of course getting those discounts uh, and and other things but with the press pass I went to Shit, I can't tell you how many basketball games, baseball games for free. Um, and and was able, I, I mentioned on a previous episode, I was able to get free parking, really good parking at a graduation, which had thousands of people at. Parking was a fucking nightmare. You'd have to walk a very, very long distance. Uh, basically, you had to park at the football field parking lot and then walk the whole distance. Um, not me. I just flashed those Greek letters and I was in, <laughs> <laughs> had really awesome parking, just walked, uh, just, uh, across the street and I was there. So, um, you, you can do
0: a Google search for a fraternity member card. And come well, up with a-
5: w- what's interesting is, is, uh, I am Greek. I have pledged a fraternity, been in it for quite some time and I never got my fucking membership card. I didn't think there was <laughs> such a thing that it exists. <laughs> Well,
2: a lot of them don't have it, and that's the thing. It's just if you there are Greek nights and Greek specials, which if you have anything from your fraternity, showing your letters and showing you know your your that you're a member of a fraternity, uh, then you're in. And and one thing was, um, you know, the whole thing. I I pledged for a fraternity, but I didn't even go to college, so that was a whole fucking ordeal. Um, of itself. It was basically so I could live in the fraternity housing and it was only (laughs) going to cost me 90 bucks a month. It was super cheap. That was the whole motivation behind this. Um, And, and, you know, I I don't know what I was thinking. How are you going to get in a fraternity And them just not ever see you do anything with the school. I don't know what my long con was. But I figured that if I became one of their brothers that they would just accept me. And they wanted me (laughs) in their fraternity. And so it was one of those things. They really wanted me in there. And I figured if we all kept it hush hush it would work out. I ended up having to move before rush. But.
0: Uh, Do they check, like, your status as a student at all?
2: No. (laughs) I I was going to be able to milk this for a good bit of time. I mean, all I really wanted was, like, a year or so. I could have probably have slid under the radar there, but... The fraternity I was pledging... Well, they weren't really necessarily the best one, and they... Got put on probation, and got kicked off a fraternity row, and multiple things, but, uh... (laughs) Uh... I'm pretty sure that they would have been under more scrutiny than other fraternities would have. But they weren't douches or complete, like, Revenge of the Nerds, Beta House. That was basically either douches, Beta House, or this fraternity. Um, So, I, I, I tried to play my cards as well as I could. Anyways, that would have been its own little life hack if I could have managed to do that one. I had to move, sadly, before... All of that. But the fact remains, I learned a bit about it. Like, all I had to do is go to Wikipedia for the fraternity, learn their motto, a few basic things. All of them have secret handshakes. Does it really matter? Uh, if someone is a member of that fraternity and they try to do the handshake, just wiggle your fucking hand around and say, you got me. There's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> You're busted. But I will say this. I saw a guy with this fraternity's letters on at a... Uh, um at a festival and he was one of the the people who was selling the beer and i said the fraternity's motto to him and he lights up and he's like dude and i got free beer so like (laughs) there's been i got a story
5: for you whiskey all right i was uh i was pledging my fraternity back in like the late 90s and uh, i was a pledge and had the uh, fraternity letters on the back of my car i'm driving to class one morning it's like seven in the morning cop pulls me over and is like just a total asshole to me pulls me out of the car pats me down on the back you know everything and then he's like dude i'm a pie cap too i'm just fucking with you go ahead <laughs> 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 did you say pie kappa uh yeah pie cap Pi kappa phi oh
2: Pi Cap. Oh, okay I was concerned there that maybe the fraternity that I had been impersonating was the same one they (laughs) were but
5: Pi Kappa Alpha, I'm assuming?
2: No, uh, Marilyn Monroe uh, had sex with a member of this fraternity. I don't necessarily want to say it. I don't know why. It's not like they're the mafia and they're going to come after me, but regardless, anyways... um, yeah, so uh, the fraternity thing, lots of fun with that. Uh, go, getting VIP at, at the club was definitely the best because I didn't even have to pay cover to get in. I didn't even have to uh, like pay extra to go to VIP. I just got to walk right in, and it was, it was cool. Plus, bonus there, you get to hang out with other Greeks and you can have a lot of fun with that uh there's there's fun that can be had who the fuck is playing music what the heck's going on that's got to be mr chen
4: mr chen are you back i've been back
2: was that you with the music
4: that was my door opening so that the dog could be let out of my office
2: jesus christ Mr. Chin, have you ever had any, uh... Like...
0: You ever crashed anything?
2: Yeah. Um...
4: Sort
0: of. You went Uh, with me one day. uh, Yeah, I
4: I was with you with uh, the inland oil spill. But the other one that I'm thinking of, um... Involves a, uh... Convicted... Um... A convicted, uh... Doctor... No, no, a doctor who was, uh... (laughs) convicted for assistant suicide um, in the area that I grew up he was being released from prison and there was this big media stink about it like all these national um, media conglomerates came in the town with their satellite trucks and everything and uh, I happened to be driving through the area after the ruckus had died down and uh, pulled up to one of the satellite trucks and said hey you know I'm mr. Chan and I'm a Broadcast major and want to check out your gear. You mind if I ask you a few questions, blah, blah, blah? And mind if I take a few pictures, etc. And managed to uh, bullshit my way onto a satellite uplink van, took a bunch of pictures. That was kind of cool. I don't have the pictures anymore, though, which is sad. But aside from that and the, the oil spill, that's about
2: it.
1: Well, I'm sad
2: you don't have those pictures. I know. They would have been great throwback Thursday pictures uh, for the, the Twitter feed. Which, by the way, uh, just uploaded one a few minutes ago of uh, Mr. Chin. So be sure to check that out. Uh, <laughs> I'll go ahead and mute him. While he's typing. (laughs) Just instantly angry, typing furiously. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's unmuted.
1: (laughs) 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 Yeah. Oh,
0: sleeping same one where, uh, Where the girl farted in his face? No,
2: no. He was in bed when the girl farted in his face. I don't even remember. Yeah, cause you were asleep. What was I sleeping on? What the fuck is that? Oh, uh, it's like the little little bench, like the piano bench.
4: I don't remember this at all.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Good times. Probably
4: uh heavily intoxicated. Yeah, probably.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two beers. Uh, so the. chicken uh, juice. <laughs> Zandy, have you ever social engineered your way into things?
3: Nah, not anything that comes to mind. I've done some, like, urban exploration stuff, but that's not any social engineering. That's just sneaking into places. Well, just crashing in, crashing in.
2: That's
0: that's sneaking in places you shouldn't be.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I've never, like, crashed events, um, let's see, the one thing I remember is, uh, I climbed up on top of a water tower once years back when I was a kid, but that's not anything special. You just, like, get past the fence, climb up the ladder. Good view, but that's about it.
0: So barrier to entry was uh, climbing over the fence?
3: Or did no, you have to, uh... I kind of squeezed through the gate because there was razor wire over the top of the fence. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck that. <laughs> there are
0: ways to uh, scale razor wire.
3: Yeah, I've seen stuff where you can like throw a rug over it or something similar. Well, yeah.
0: that works for barbed wire. Yeah. Uh, razor wire, I have to be a little more careful. Uh anyway
2: (laughs) uh zandy jules and and i were in downtown dallas uh back back uh was it november and we tried doing some urban exploration but failed miserably uh what was it we were trying to get to the roof of the ritz carlton Uh and they had really awesome access control on the elevator uh, where you had to have a key card, not just to get in, but it it, it limited you to the floor because we were able to tailgate uh, into the elevator. And then when the person that was in there with us got on their floor, that was it. We could just go down to the lobby. We couldn't do anything else.
3: Yeah, that was kind of anticlimactic. We at least got to the little party thing they had downstairs.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's true. There was a little party was going on, but...
3: But honestly, you know, any big enough city, go to the conference rooms on, on a weekend and there will be something happening.
2: Yeah, just you need to make sure that you can dress appropriately for that so that you can yeah. blend in. Um, one thing I used to do uh, uh, with sneaking into places was... Uh, <laughs> it kind of goes along with the fraternity thing. A lot of those specials, Weren't just to be a cheap bastard, it was due to the fact that I I didn't have a lot of money, uh, (laughs) as in none. And so, one thing that I would do to uh, get free breakfast was there was the Jewelry Inn. Um, It's like a hotel chain. And uh, what I would do is, it was funny because their their hotel key cards. I'd stayed in that hotel um, for like a trip or whatever when I lived in Oklahoma after I moved back, I still had all these cards, and those cards still worked for opening the door and accessing their pool. So, like
4: the common areas. Yeah. Or the zero common areas.
2: Yeah. Obviously, I couldn't get in the hotel room, but all of the the areas that were access restricted to, uh, you know, uh, patrons, I, I could just go into. So, what I would do to get free breakfast. So I could just go in the side door where it was only people, you know, patrons there. And just walk in from there and no one questions you. And you have the car key. Like, one time this lady asked, because, uh, you know, it's kind of weird to see this dude somewhat frequently. I had my car keyed, you know, like, and she she didn't say shit. Got me some scrambled eggs and <laughs> other bullshit continental breakfast items for free. Um, yeah, I don't... What about you Rainmaker?
5: I am basically a giant pussy and haven't done any of that, but um, kind of along the same lines is I wouldn't consider this crashing, but uh, impersonations in hotel rooms. um, I've been doing a lot of travel lately and uh, I found a way to get uh, the priority Wi-Fi. What you can do is just hang out in the lobby. Wait until one of the gold status member people check in to the hotel. Just kind of listen in on what the uh, check in procedure is, and they'll basically tell, they'll, the, person will address the customer by their last name and tell them what room they're staying in and you know recognize the fact that they're a, a elite status member and that's all you need to get uh, the free Wi-Fi upgrade so you just go to the hotel Wi-Fi and uh, it will say whether you can get regular standard Wi-Fi or the upgraded you know probably 10 meg down or something and uh, all it needs is typically the last name and the room number of the uh, customer and you can impersonate that person and get free uh, elevated wi-fi uh-huh.
2: oh, that's great yeah another and and you can uh i don't know depending on the hotel chain some of them will let you just get on the wi-fi uh for uh, not necessarily premium just that's how it goes is you have to put in your last name and your room number uh for your wi-fi your complimentary wi-fi and uh if you aren't staying at the hotel uh, you could always go to the business center and just look at the history uh, on in the business center you will see people who have logged into their email accounts uh, social media and'll have their you may not be able to log in as that person but you will be able to get their name and from there you can use their the Wi-Fi under that person's information just another little tip there so if you want to crash wi-Fi that's a way to do it
0: um, some businesses that have uh, uh, guest Wi-Fi and then non-guest Wi-Fi, some of them do it exclusively with DHCP reservations uh, based upon MAC address. So, you know.
2: stick hey. around.
0: Well, I mean, you can just clone MACs, right? I mean, you can spoof right. your MAC.
2: Well, I've, I have found funny is the places that have their their guest Wi-Fi and then their secure Wi-Fi but it's all on the same network. (laughs) I've actually seen that. Oh, it's an open Wi-Fi. Okay. Oh, it's a flat network. Uh, (laughs) That was stupid. (laughs) But anyways, back to sneaking into places. Um,
0: Uh, Growing up, uh, I lived in a very resort heavy location and uh, one thing we used to like to do is take advantage of the uh, all of the uh, fun water parks swimming pools that some of these resorts have which are just ridiculous i mean with like slides and rope swings and water elevators and things like that um we used to sneak into some at night which you know you're not pretexting or anything like that you're just trying not to get caught because you're the only ones actually in the pool area but sometimes we'd sneak in in the middle of the day and it was always a challenge to see how long we could go without being detected uh, without wristbands and things like that. Yeah. And I mean, you're in a pool, so as long as you know, you're up to your neck in water, it's a little hard to tell.
2: Yeah, one thing with those wristbands is worth uh, mentioning is, uh, I, I, it's not really crashing, but it sort of is. Uh, when I was under 21. Um, and, and, you know, it varies by state by state, obviously, but, uh, at least in Louisiana, the, the law is at 18, you can go to bars and at 21, you can drink and depending on the bar, it's a real big gray area there on whether or not you can drink. And on some bars, it's even a gray area. If you even have to be 18, uh, it's just really nice that the culture is. Uh, basically consists of alcoholics, there's some pros there. Well, uh,
1: right,
0: right next door in Mississippi, you can actually drink and drive. <laughs> Wait, what? You can, you can actually drink and drive with the open container.
2: In Mississippi?
0: Yes, you can.
2: Wow. Oh, well, that's insane. Uh, with the drive-thru da- daiquiri places in Louisiana, that's basically what you're doing. And just a piece of saran wrap. Is the technical barrier there between open container and closed? Uh, but one thing I would do is, uh, it, one place in particular, but a lot of places were this way. Um, if you were over 21, you would get a white wristband. If you were under 21, you would get some neon colored one. And uh, there would be Uh, on the same wrist, which is really stupid because you just flip the band over and now it's white. Well, (laughs) they wised up to that and put it on the other hand. What I would do is just simply go and pay, get in, go to the bathroom, pull it off, put it back on the other hand and now I have a white wristband and was able to drink as if I were 21 and that ended one night when I got caught and... Uh, kind of a Benny Hill theme song (laughs) like uh, chasing ensued where a bouncer chased me through this huge uh, like I I wouldn't call it a bar It it was a very large venue where there was multiple bars and clubs inside of it like there was an urban club an 80's club a western like square dancing hillbilly shit and a karaoke bar all in one place.
5: Was that that place down in downtown Fort Worth?
2: It wasn't in Fort Worth. This was in Louisiana.
5: Oh, okay, okay.
2: Yeah, and so I was chased all over the place by this bouncer. (laughs) And him and the manager finally caught me and kicked me out. Um, And then just for... Nothing that I did, but just miraculously, the power went out to the entire place shortly after. I don't know what happened there. But... Uh, yeah and another thing that I would do uh, is uh, in, in Louisiana a beta beer is like a microbrew that's very popular uh, that's based out of Louisiana they also have a really awesome root beer at a particular pool hall they carried the root beer so all I would have to do is go to the bar buy the beer or, or the root beer and go over to the pool table and then when the waitress came by i'd say yeah can you get me another abita amber and then as she sees me holding the beer bottle in my hand it looks exactly the same the root beer and the normal beer (laughs) and she'd go get me beer and uh never got carted doing that so uh those are little life hacks but wristbands you can sometimes depending on the uh event you can uh actually just go buy wristbands a lot of places just go to party city and buy wristbands or they order them online yeah
0: i was gonna say you can just order wristbands online um and in fact just for reference uh go to tinyurl.com slash mr (laughs) chin wrist action for example of a site that sells tyvek wristbands um you know, if you have a supply like a like a multicolor pack, just keep that supply
3: on you and uh you know. Yeah, Man, that's a that's a pretty good hint. I'm gonna have to use that. Yeah. There no. was uh something kinda similar that you can do with wristbands, but it depends on the event, which is if you can wear long sleeves, you know, one person they'll like be checking on the perimeter to get into the event. So you just show the wristband, go in, buy one and then have some way to sneak it off and bring it out to people you're trying to get in.
0: Actually, uh, for our honeymoon, we stayed at a resort where you had to have wristbands to swim in the pool. And we had our friends come visit visit us at the resort. Uh, We went to go do something and uh, we were able to stretch the wristbands out enough where they could take them and go have some fun in the pool. So a lot of the the plastic ones, you can stretch out and if you're in water you can end up slipping it off your wrist without uh, breaking it or stretching it out too far and yeah. there's
2: always tape <laughs> that's true um one uh, one thing that some places will do is the stamp uh which the this is old school uh once you get that fresh stamp you just hurry up and have your friend and you—you you just put your your wrist on top of theirs and transfer that stamp right over to their hand. <laughs> did that? Oh, that's a good, good idea. Yeah, did that a couple of times when we were underage. Um, but you can actually—if—if if, if any uses—they will cycle those wristbands. Maybe not sequential day to day, but there is a pattern that they will go through. And if you frequent a place. Um, especially places that charge covers like clubs if you can kind of get the gist of the the thing and and another way you can do this is actually employ ostent into this before you go out if you don't want to keep a a cache of of wristbands in your vehicle to then go out just go on social media and and look at uh, pictures that are tagged at the location And you will see people with the wristband, color, the type, and then you can uh, be able to know which one to wear when you go out. And that works for concerts and all kinds of stuff. A lot of your local shows that you might want to go to, that's definitely what they'll use. It's very rare that you'll find a case in which someone has a custom one. And even then... Uh, if they have a custom one, chances are it's the same custom band every single, uh, night. And it's just a matter of scanning that in and, uh, getting your own made. Or, or just printing off your own shitty fake ones.
0: (laughs) So, hmm, there's, uh, there's something I'd like to try. Uh, for like a three-day festival, for instance. Um, you know, sometimes if like if you get a VIP package, you get drink ticket.
1: Yeah. A lot of times,
0: those drink tickets are just generic types. Yep. And if you go the first day and see what kind of drink tickets they use, uh, maybe get online, get on Amazon and see if you can order the same type of drink tickets.
2: Yeah. Well, one thing that happened at B sides DFW uh, 2014 was there was a raffle, and uh. I didn't even participate in the raffle, I think I, I did. I, I got like two or three tickets, you know, but uh, at the end of the day, after the raffle, the formal raffle was done, this dude came up to me and said that he liked uh, he liked the panel I was on and handed me a huge amount of these raffle tickets, and then we went to the after party and I won a, uh, uh, a Pebble smartwatch <laughs> with this dude's oh. raffle <laughs> tickets.
0: That's right, that pebble that you had.
2: Yeah, so after, after all of that was said and done, they started issuing out our drink tickets, and they just so happened to be the same color red. <laughs> and it was a dark place, and there was a <laughs> lot of confusion going on because of these drink tickets, and, and these poor waitresses were flustered. And so... I helped them out and everyone at our table by using our raffle tickets as drink tickets. And holy shit, if we did not get a <laughs> fuck ton of drinks that night for free. Um, That's
0: another lesson. You can use uh, uh, commotion and uh, flustered staff to your advantage. <clears throat> Actually, uh, I forgot to mention this weekend, uh, Sandy, you went to the Suicide Machines concert. I went to a Gogo Bordello concert, um, near Detroit. And they frisk you before you walk in. Um, and I knew that I could bring my vape. My but I didn't know that you can't that I couldn't bring the my e juice.
2: <laughs> what the hell?
0: <laughs> yeah, you can't you can't bring the juice bottle like So the first thing you do before you get first, you have to take everything out of your pockets. So I take out my vape and my juice bottle. And the guy's like, he points to my vape. and He's like, you have to use that outside if you use it. And I'm like, yeah, I know. That's fine. And then he points to my bottle. And he's like, you can't bring that in here. No refills. And I'm like, are you serious? He's like, yeah, you're going to have to take that out to your car or throw it away. And I just bought that juice. It was like a $20 bottle I just bought before we went to the concert. And I didn't want to throw it away. And I did not want to go walk out all the way to the parking ramp, wherever we were parked, and go drop it off in my car. But luckily, as soon as that happened, in the frisking line next to me, some guy, bless his heart, he brought fucking pot into the concert (laughs) venue. And this commotion started up. And he starts telling that I've got a card. And he, you know, busts out his wallet. And he's got all these shitty looking cards he's like rifling through to get out his pot card and they're like we don't care you can't bring that in and so the guy who was frisking me is like you know confronting this guy they've got like three friskers on this guy holding up three frisking lines <laughs> and I'm, so I'm standing there thinking okay what the fuck can I do and my wife who went through the female frisking line which was super short you know she's like 40 yards away and like I, like she can't even see me I'm like shit I can't get off to her I don't want to throw it away. It's there, kind of like toss it in the air or something, or toss it somewhere I can go pick it up. And uh, there was really nothing I could do. So, quickly, I slipped the bottle into the wrist of my coat, and I held it with a one finger. The very tip of the bottle, it's one of those dropper bottles. So it's got that rubber dropper tip, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like holding that part with like my ring finger while the rest of the bottle is embedded in my coat sleeve. And the commotion stops, the guy looks at me and then I lift my arms up to get frisked. <laughs> he frisked me and he tells me to go.
2: That's awesome. Uh, I, saved,
0: I saved, my, saved my juice with a little sleight of hand and some commotion. <laughs> Thanks to the fucking guy who's dumb enough to bring a bag of weed <laughs> to a concert venue. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: man. That's incredible. Um, It's a, a concert-related story. There was a... In Louisiana, it's like every weekend there's a huge festival uh, for everything. There's even a duck festival. Like, I mean, it's ridiculous. They have festivals for everything imaginable. Any creature that is consumed... Uh, there is a festival dedicated to it.
0: Yes, there's actually a cooter festival <laughs> dedicated to a type of tur- turtle that's a cooter. And this is in Florida, <laughs> <laughs> of all places. And, uh, I, dig- I digress.
2: <laughs> so uh, uh, there is this band that played, and I wanted to hang out with them. And so I convinced security that I was a reporter with uh, one of the shitty papers local papers I was able to get backstage and uh I just hung out backstage It started raiding like really bad and everyone uh was just running for shelter and I ended up not like the, the people ended up being douchebags I didn't want to have time of day they told me to like contact their manager which again it's pretty stupid like who the fuck's gonna just do an interview on the fly like that anyways so uh, I just I just chilled backstage until the rain ended. I didn't get to do anything cool, but I didn't get all like wet <laughs> and, and separated from everyone else. But uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, that I didn't even have to flash credentials. It was just a little small festival, so no one really cared too much. Um, and on the smaller events, especially with a festival-type scenario... Um, that's pretty easy a lot of times to get backstage. You may not be able to stay backstage for long, but if you can figure out a way where someone's on a break that's supposed to be watching that gate and you can get past it. A lot of times at these festivals, I've been backstage and they'll have food, beer, water, all kinds of stuff. Uh, you can hurry up and go and... Hell, even the porta-potties, they'll be cleaner than the ones outside, so... You know, just uh, get in, get out, and uh, you know, a lot of times you can get by with that. Um, I'm just
5: curious, has bribes worked for anybody as far as, like, padding the guy with a 20 trying to get through the door or anything? Has anybody I've, ever tried that? I've never greased anybody before. No, me
2: neither. Um, I've had bouncers, me money. <laughs> <laughs> bouncers who've tried to, like, tell me I couldn't go into a bar. Uh, I just ended up leaving, like why, why gruesome? Uh I, I can't think of a situation which I have paid anyone off. You
0: gotta be careful with uh, press credentials though, like uh, for, it really depends on the event, um, because some of them you have to pre-register and they have event specific press credentials that if you don't have those they won't let you in. Um, so you kinda have to know what the venue is you're going into if you're gonna try and fake credentials or use like some sort of independent credential that they might you know that might pass um smaller smaller events or like ad hoc type of things are a lot easier to get into if you have something that just looks official but like you definitely can't get into uh you know white house press conference without 700 layers of security checks and press credentials
2: oh but it's been done (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> famously, uh, the Real Housewives of D.C., uh, one of the people on the show was able to crash a White House party. So, it's really? been, yeah, it's been done. Um, it was kind of a big deal. Uh, but yeah, they were not on the list and they were able to still get into the party.
0: How'd they do it?
2: I don't remember. Uh, my knowledge of the Real Housewives is very limited. <laughs> uh but yeah that did happen um one thing that uh you can do as well with this is uh on, on those multi-day events uh where if you, jesus christ coder <laughs> uh on these local events uh, when you have a what the uh fuck? I, I muted them on my end so oh my god there's
0: like some dubstep shit going on yeah uh
2: but anyways on uh on events that are multiple days <laughs> you don't pay a full weekend pass or whatever a lot of times the specific day will just be on the pass i was at a uh, a conference a few weekends ago with jules and we just paid for one day and I noticed that on the badges, all, all the, the difference between the days was a sticker that had the day on it. And it was a common font that's like you could have uh, on Windows default install. So I was like, well, hell, if this wasn't a anime convention, I totally would add, <laughs> like print off a second one. We'd come back the other day, but it was an anime convention. And well, honestly, I didn't want to go back the next day. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and keep, keeping with that theme my first anime convention i ever went to i snuck into um and that was relatively easy i don't even know what the hell they were doing but i just walked with a group of weeaboos and they were all in cosplay and stuff like there was one dude who was really overweight and had cat ears on and I think that his uh, unfortunate obesity aided in my uh, attempt of being concealed behind him.
5: Hide him? Behind him or in one of his flaps? Or
2: <laughs> behind him. <laughs> uh, I would recommend in that scenario to hold your breath. Uh, but I, I snuck in and left about five to ten minutes later because it was really awful. Uh, but yeah, that's those are two cons that you could uh, two different styles just sneaking in all together without a badge making a fake badge on the second day Um, or you could go to DEFCON and it's an actual competition to fake the badge uh, which is is definitely something that everyone should try doing in their life but uh, yeah anything else
0: Oh, that's it for me. All right. If we had a, if we had an email address for the show we could have uh, listeners write in with interesting oh, we crashing do. stories. We do?
2: Yeah. It's oh, uh the email address. It's show at shadowcast.co All right. Sweet. So if you email that your your emails could be on the show so do that kiddos um, yes is there any places that any of y'all would like to sneak into like what's a place that you would love to be able to like just sneak into starting with you black matt
0: oh shit i need some time to think like someplace ultimate that i'd like to sneak into yeah just uh, a cool
2: thing to sneak into
0: I would like to get a. I would like to sneak into a backstage pass area at a very awesome music festival.
2: Like a Coachella or. Or Al- a VIP, Alta?
0: VIP of uh, a HackerCon maybe.
2: <laughs> like maybe <laughs> ThoughtCon. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> All right. How about uh how about you, Raymaker?
5: Area 54, baby.
2: Whoa. Isn't that a club? Or are you making a
5: joke about Area 51? Every, I'm slate. Yeah, Area 51. But no. <laughs> that is, dude, I'm so fucking tired. Yes, Area 51. Uh-oh. Club 54 would have been fucking cool too. <laughs>
2: how about you, Mr. Chen? I think you'd like to sneak into a Justin Timberlake concert. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, uh, man. Uh,
3: how about <laughs> you, Zayn? I'm going to have to check out the tunnels in town sometime. But I don't know.
0: Is that a euphemism?
3: Or... <laughs> <laughs> no, there's straight up steam tunnels because of the campus.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, a lot of campuses have steam tunnels and sometimes, if you dig hard enough, you can find
5: stuff online about people who have previously explored them. I have done that at the university of Texas, Arlington, and it's awesome. Oh, see there you, you have a,
2: yeah. Tell us about that.
5: Well, I didn't really figure it was like breaking into anything that, well, there were like people. So I don't know it, there was a construction site and um, it was a, in the middle of the night and we crawled into the construction site under the chain link fence and spent the rest of the evening tu- in the steam tunnels and uh, it was freaking awesome. Um, we went probably about a mile and a half across campus. Um, nothing much more than that. I mean, it was lit the entire time. There, be careful not to touch any random pipes, but no, it, it, was, it was a thrill.
2: Well, that's cool. There, there used to be a, a forum for urban exploration. I forgot what it was called.
0: It was probably a subreddit. Oh, speaking of subreddits, uh, recently I found... A subreddit pertaining to uh crashing called act like you belong so ah, it's nice r slash act like you belong and uh some good stuff there
2: yeah uh, one one thing that's uh i would love to sneak into it's more on the urban exploration side of things but um new orleans used to have a, a, a like a, a six flags uh own theme park Uh, that was all themed around New Orleans culture and it's called Jazzland and ever since uh, Katrina hit uh, it's been abandoned Uh, during Katrina the the entire Jazzland theme park was uh, flooded completely underwater and since then it has been abandoned and it's now a, a very sketchy ghost town and so if you look online, you can see pe- people who have urban explored there and uh, taken pictures, and it looks like something out of a uh, video game. Um, it, it's it's all run down. There's graffiti everywhere, torn up shit everywhere, overgrown. Um, so it's pretty cool. It's definitely worth... Uh, uh, I feel sneaking into and uh, taking some pictures, maybe hanging out with a couple of hobos. Um, you know, do the full that sound cool. Do the full thing. but uh I would love to be able to sneak to the top of Willis Tower. Uh, do oh. do what I should have done <laughs> um, back for Shadow Con.
0: I've done that. You like to the top to of, is, uh...
2: of Willis Tower?
0: Yeah, you just have to grease the palm of this guy behind a register with a $20 bill. (laughs) And you get to go up the elevator to the top of Willis Tower.
1: (laughs) (laughs)
2: That's not quite how it works. (laughs) They have badge readers and turnstile.
0: Well, no, like, there's the actual, like, you can pay to go up.
2: Yeah, there's like a little sky thing. I forget what they call it, but there's a view thing. Now I want to get. Yeah. yeah, I want to get to the very top. Ah. Yeah. It's just something about being on the top of Willis Tower.
0: Yeah, you know, actually, uh, the top of a very tall building, that would be. That would be a place I'd like to go.
2: Yeah, if you look at uh, what's up, Hong Kong? Yeah. Uh, that is one of the coolest things hands down ever. Uh, yeah. On the roofs is this group of guys who um, uh, they're, they're these Russian guys who will Crazy climb. Crazy Russians. Yeah, they climb on top of skyscrapers, high points, uh, construction sites, and uh, all doing this with their bare hands. No safety restraints. And they film the whole thing. But with what's up Hong Kong they get to this the top of this probably the tallest building if, if one of the tallest if not the tallest in Hong Kong and there's this giant billboard and they were able to it's a digital billboard and they were able to um, open up the, the little control panel for the the billboard and uh, take over the billboard and put their own message that said what's up Hong Kong
0: in their camera feed
2: yeah, and they were. Uh, they had a drone that was flying overhead and captured them up on the sign and them taking over the sign as well. So uh, that's a, definitely worth checking out. It's What's Up Hong Kong on YouTube. But yeah, being on top of the building, Jazzland.
0: You know, Oops. we could do that.
2: What? Go to Jazzland?
0: Like no, no, like uh, be like a on the roofs but you know chubby americans that would be our shtick (laughs) no no no. yeah it would be even more nervous because we're chubby and not in shape like those dudes (laughs) like oh my god they're gonna fall
2: no we should just uh (laughs) or get stuck the chubby version would be just we dig we go through tunnels uh, and (laughs) then it's under the ground (laughs) (laughs) under the floors yeah (laughs) (laughs) Uh, well, I guess that's, that's everything then, right guys?
5: Yeah. Yep.
2: Sounds about it. All right. Well, thank you guys for being on the show. We got any closing statements, Mr. Chin?
4: I'm Mr. Chin.
2: <clears throat> all, right, all right. How about you, Zandy?
3: Yeah, I'm tired and go to sleep.
2: <laughs> okay. How about you, Raymaker?
5: I like butts, and I cannot lie.
2: <laughs> all right, and you, Black Math?
0: I'm Mr. Chin.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, from all of us here at Shadow Systems, as always, we encourage you to hack the planet.